Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And happy Monday. It's the 15th of January, 2024. I almost said 2023. Uh, Welcome to Elijah Streams. Uh, We are still in year 26 of bringing the voice of the prophets, but in the April, we'll go to year 27 and bringing the voice of the prophets. Amazing, right? So uh, we're going to bring in Donna Rigney. We've had some schedule changes. We've moved things around this week. Different things are happening with different people. And so um, some of the people we had, I think I announced that Eric Metaxas was given on a certain day and he had to cancel. So he'll be, we'll be rescheduling that. Things like that. Uh, Johnny is not with us today. We'll schedule him next Monday. Uh, he is on a getaway with his wife and uh, Elizabeth, who we love dearly. And uh, okay, so that's what's going on with us. Welcome to the broadcast. Tomorrow is Andrew Whalen. That's always, um, everyone we have on is a fan favorite, I should say. But uh, Andrew's got some great, he has more dreams and specifically specific dreams um, than anyone I think I've ever personally known. So I listen to it when he tells us these dreams. So Let's see what else. I think that's it. We're going to go ahead and run a spot. This spot is is um, one that we, we filmed in Zimbabwe, and there's a, the, the pastor there talks about a witch doctor that came to the Lord, and then the wells came. So listen closely to that. So here we go with that. Clean water comes to Zimbabwe, Africa. Hi, my name is Tumeze Njovu. I'm a pastor and a church planter. In 2005 we planted a church at a place called Inyati. And as we were preaching, a witch doctor gave his life to the Lord. And that gave birth to the church that we drilled the ball on. And this is just something outstanding, something that will propel our vision and gospel even further. This community, as I speak, is a different community and will never be the same. Everyone is talking about it. Yesterday, school children came in numbers to witness the drilling. And today we installed the pump. We saw the water coming. People are just happy talking about it everywhere. This is something new in this community. They've been traveling like uh, 16 kilometers to get some water, but now, it's a matter of uh, opening the tap. We put the tap for the community and the tap for the church that they will also grow some vegetables there. Our community now knows the love of the Lord. I want to express my gratitude to Steve and Elijah Stream for the support you are giving to our communities. All gifts are valuable, but water is life. Thank you so much. May the Lord continue to resource you. Amen. Would you consider giving towards the drilling of water wells? Donate online, elijahstreams.com slash donate. Or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue, Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, Nine seven three two one. Oh, I love that one. That that, that quote. He, I've, I've quoted him a number of times. At the end, he says, "All gifts are valuable, but water is life." 
that ne never anything more true has been said, you know. So thank you for giving not just water, but life to these people. Uh, and, you know, you see these, you can type in the donate link here, or you can send a check there to the one on the other side. So uh, God bless you. Thank you so much for that. And um, now it's time to bring in Donna Rigney. So here's Donna. Donna, we almost didn't get you today. We couldn't oh. get you online. <laughs> I know. Thank God for Michael. You have a wonderful, yeah, wonderful yeah. crew. <laughs> we do. We do. Every single one of them is so important. Uh, we have a really happy crew. Most of our employees are here for years and years and years. I uh. think our top Dennis and Kathy Wilhelm have been here 20 years working for, I say they're working for me, they're working for Elijah James, which was the Elijah list. Uh, and that was what used to be all we ever talked about. There was no video, anything, but yeah. Uh, anyway, so then his son has probably worked for us for 50, almost 15 oh. years. I don't know, Mike, Michael, how long he worked for us, but a lot of long-termers, Julie, 15 years this year, Michael said, and Julie's been, is probably 17. You have to put that in Julie. That 18 years with Julie. Goodness, goodness, goodness. Uh, and Paul's been with us already three years. And, you know, I just remember when we just got him. And I don't know how, Emily, how long have you been with us already? Um, that one seems really new. You and Angie are the newest probably on our group. But anyway, she I don't see that there. But that speaks volumes. That speaks volumes for you, Steve. Well, thank that you. Shows, that shows that you are a compassionate, kind Good, wonderful, good boss to work. Well, you're for. very nice to say that. You know, I had a I've had a couple people in my life. I had someone in the 1980s as a secretary, administrative assistant, clear back when I was like 30 years old. And when I was 30 years old, she said, "You're the best boss I've ever had." And then I had it happen a couple times of the year, and that you can never give me a higher compliment than that. It's just like very cool to have someone say say that you know it's, and i've had a couple people here do that that's very nice to hear you know it means a lot because it means you know my goal is always to treat the, the employees right we actually are pretty much on the generous end the way we pay that's why when we say you got you guys we pay pretty well and we're good to work with it you know i'm thinking they might think we're just blowing smoke but it's a pretty nice place to work so i have anyway. to say too i have to say too on behalf of the prophets and the guests you're wonderful to us as well. You're oh, wonderful well, to work. Really a wonderful ministry. Well, very, thank you. Very gracious, very kind, wonderful ministry. Wow, thank you, John. Wow, blessings, yeah. blessings. That's very yeah. nice. Well, you got a bunch of things to share. They're all numbered here. And maybe we're going to start with the first one on the list. But, uh, of course, I'm seeing the word not for the first time about this year i see the word roller coaster again yeah <laughs> might as well jump in and let okay us have <laughs> <laughs> that, i'm just going to just say a quick prayer <laughs> yes please, father please. we just give this time to you and i release your glory let your glory fall on every single one as they're listening to your words as they're listening uh to the message that you want to bring to their hearts i pray this in jesus's name amen amen, amen. The reason I, I'm saying this about uh, a roller coaster was prior to January 1st, for many weeks, I would just see myself in a vision riding on a roller coaster. <laughs> and I was like, a, I was like, looked like myself, but I looked like a kid just enjoying this ride, a wild nice. roller coaster ride. <laughs> and 
And then the Lord began to speak to me about it. I knew he was saying something about the coming year, that it was going to resemble a roller coaster ride when I would see this vision. I would just be walking around and just all of a sudden see a vision of a roller coaster ride. So I'm going to read what he says so I don't miss anything that he said. He said, this year will resemble a wild roller coaster ride. Okay, not just an easy, (laughs) you know, for the little kids. This is a big grown up, (laughs) wild roller coaster ride. He said, hang onto us like you would hold onto the handle in the roller coaster and keep your eyes fixed on us and you will thoroughly enjoy the ride of your life in 2024. Wow. So, wow. Now, so, yeah. Because a lot of times when people say, boy, folks, it's going to be a roller coaster. And I'm thinking that doesn't sound joyful, but you're saying this is a joyful. Oh, yeah. At least a possibility, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. He's saying, if, ch- if you do this, if you keep your eyes on me, okay. hang on. That means keep your eyes fixed on me. Stay in my presence. Oh, ha. Oh, and you're going to enjoy it thoroughly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He said, changes will occur very suddenly and sharply. You know how a roller coaster up, down to the side. He said, that's why he's, he's um, paralleling this coming year to a roller coaster ride because changes are going to come very quickly and very suddenly and sharply. Like all of a sudden the change is going to be upon us. He said, these changes will be very beneficial to our children, but they will be catastrophic for those who follow in the footsteps of the defeated foe. Yeah. So there's a twofold thing going to be happening. God's people, the people that have been following the Lord, are going to have a wonderful time this year. Sudden changes, things are going to be coming up, but it's going to be okay. We're going to enjoy it. <laughs> for people that haven't been following the Lord and that have been used by the enemy oh, to hurt God's people, not going to be good. Okay? Um, yeah. Closer my children are to us during this year of change and open doors. So this year is going to be a year of change and open doors. We're going to see both things happening. Uh, we recently just had a little boy, eight years old. Um, I spoke about him, oh, maybe a few months ago that he came to our service and he had his flag and he was going back and forth with the flag across the front while we were worshiping. And I knew God was saying something. And he brought me to the scripture where uh, a prophet had gone before a king and told him to hit the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And when he hit the ground, he only hit a couple of times and he was like frustrated because he didn't hit more times because it would have had a total victory. And so I knew God was saying to this little boy, because we had prayed for a good hour, hour and a half, for the nation, for Donald Trump, all the things we pray for on our Friday night meeting. And that God was saying through that little boy, you hit the ground and you're going to see a total victory. You hit it more than once. Well, this little boy came back. He's from Detroit. His mother, his grandmother, and his sister, they come from Detroit periodically, from Elijah's dreams, they see us think, and they come to the service. And he was here this past Friday night and he and said, um, oh, uh, that... On New Year's Eve, he saw Jesus. Oh, he's, oh this little boy. How old is he again? He's eight. Eight. Wow. Eight years old. And, and, he, and, he, and he said he saw a staircase, big, long staircase. And at the top of the staircase was an open door. 
and Jesus was standing at the open door. And I'm like, and this is what God's saying about this coming year. It's going to be the year of the open door. It's going to be doors that Jesus opens for us. But can you imagine a little child on New Year's Eve seeing that vision? Is that beautiful? Um, I mean, it's like, it's, I'm just at a loss for words to think, look at who God will trust some of the greatest words to and some of the most. It's like, you know, Jesus loves the little children, that, that song that we say. Yes. You know, uh, Jesus loves the little children of the world. He really, really, really does. So. He does. He does. He, you know, and he doesn't like it when his children are mistreated. And this is what we're going to be seeing because the children of the world, not just our nation, have been mistreated. And God yeah. is going to rise up and defend them. And he's going to yeah. use them mightily. He will, he will be using, we have another, I just, I'm getting off track here. Yeah, go for it, go for it. <laughs> this, this little girl, uh, 12 years old, coming to the church, and we would, we have our prayer basket after we get through praying for an hour and a half, or whatever, for the prayer meetings, we'd have the, uh, the prayer team come up and pray over the basket for all the private intentions people have. And so this little girl came up and, and she sat on the stool and had the basket on her lap. And she said, somebody here has a lump on their breast. She got a word of knowledge. And oh, I said, wow. and what's, what's happening? Is God healing her? She said, yes, God's healing somebody of, of a lump on their breast. Wow. <laughs> so unbeknownst to us, a woman that had just come, you know, maybe was her first or second time coming to a Friday night service. She ran to the bathroom. She had a lump for a number of years on her breast, the size of a walnut. Oh, yeah. it completely dissolved and disappeared as this little 12 year old gave this word of knowledge. Now this woman's back, she's at the church every Friday night and the little girl and her are best friends. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow, how, how cool is that? Even that knitting together, you know, they did, human beings didn't just do that, the Lord knit those two together, you know? Yeah, yeah. So good. Uh, you know, I'm in awe of God. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in awe of the things he's doing. And he's yeah. going to do way more. We're just seeing the, the beginnings of these things. It's going to explode. Watch this year. It's going to be good. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. So then he said, um, the closer my children are to us during this year of change and open doors, the more they will enjoy themselves and flourish. So he said, the closer we are to him during this year of change and open doors, the more we're going to enjoy ourselves and flourish. Don't we want to flourish? Huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. Every area of our, our ministries flourish. Huh? Our families flourish. Our jobs. He says, the close. if you stay close to me during this year, you're going to flourish. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay. He said, there is no room for what is unprofitable or what is a distraction in this coming year. He said, there's no room for that. It is a time for serious Devoted service to your king. So this, I'm encouraging everybody that's listening. Oh, really get close to the Lord during this year, closer than you've ever been before. Make sure you set time aside every day to be alone with him. Listen to him. Listen to his word. Meditate on his word. Worship him. Do whatever he tells you. You know, we can hear God's word, but not do it. That's not so good. <laughs> we have to be hearers and doers of the word of God. He said, I am calling my children to consecrate themselves to truly living for us with our Holy Spirit's constant help and guidance. So he wants a, a consecration, okay? Serious service 
and devoted worship, okay, serious service, he said, and devoted worship will mark those who align with us in our way this year and those years that follow. So he was not limiting what's going to come. The good that's going to come isn't just going to be limited to 2024. It's for the years after too. Okay. He said, fruitfulness will definitely attend my faithful ones. They will reap a great harvest of souls and live lives filled with our delights. Is that beautiful? Yeah, it is. And, you know, Steve, I just, you know, I got to say this because I feel it's the Holy Spirit. You're an example for us. You live a devoted life. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. With serious service. You're doing that. You're a forerunner in this. And what's happening? Your ministry is flourishing. You're very fruitful. Look at the fruit that's coming out of your ministry. The fruit of what's going on with the internet, with the the videos and what you do with that, but also the fruit of the wells and the water and what you're doing in other countries and our country. That you're you're a picture for us. If you live a life of wow. serious service and wow. devoted worship, you will flourish like this man of God that I'm setting before you. You will see your ministries flourish. You will see your families flourish. You will see every area of your life flourish and be blessed, and you'll be fruitful. And you know, do he's, what he's doing. He is so faithful. You know, if you take whether you whether some people say, well, the tithe is literal, still required. Other people say it's not still required, but giving is 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 still required. But but the, in that scripture, it says. Bring all the tithes, bring in offerings, and test me and see in this, and see if I won't open the windows of heaven. More than any time in my life, I we're experiencing the windows of heaven. But before that, more than any time in my life, we've been giving and then training ourselves to give more, and then getting a team so we could give more. And God just, you know, that thing that people says you cannot give the Lord, it's always been true, and but it's still. It's just like ridiculously true right now, if I can say it that way. Well, thank you for those yeah. words. That, that's going to help uh, a lot that, of people. Honestly, too. Steve, that was the Holy Spirit. That was a well, word. That was a word from the Lord for you and for the listeners. Yeah. That He's using you to say, "Okay, this is my word." Now I've got a prophetic action going on before you. Here's yeah. a man that's doing that, and what am I doing on behalf of His ser- yeah, yeah. sacrificial? Huh? Serious yeah. service. And I want to add this because I realize I'm, uh, to, to complete what I w- would have said, but I almost forgot, is when I say we're doing it, I mean you all are doing it. Yeah. We're helping it get done. So it's like you, you got to have both parts of it, but the actual giving, giving is the people that are watching. We're just cooperating with it to get it done. And does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? So they are sharing in in a massively way. I, I, in fact, you know, we told people the other day. I said, if you've if you've had miracles, or if you've had one of the things I said is if you've been giving, and then the Lord has suddenly blessed you, tell us. And we've got that email. In fact, if you'll put that on screen, you well, this was not planned. The email is God is good at elijahstreams.com. If you've had a miracle for giving, and this is not planned, this just happened. Put it, tell us your story at that email address because some of those stories are so profound. We may want to send a team out and and uh, video. Uh, so we've been having so fun shooting these videos of what God is doing in people's lives. So, you know, and that's its own giving. You know, we're, once you've 
do it, then then when we figure out a way to tell that story, truth, but if we, we send the camera team out, we reenact some of these things, it's going to just bless your sock up. Anyway. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Thank you for bringing that uh, up. That was very nice of you. Uh, well, God loves you. <laughs> oh, you, know, you know, we appreciate when people do good things for us. And God yeah. appreciates when his children do good things yeah. for him and for his people. He yeah. appreciates it. And he's just giving you a good pat on the back. It's saying, good job. Well done. Uh, well, nice, nice, very nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, what he's saying is, is, okay, guys, Steve has been riding on a roller coaster. Ride <laughs> on it on your roller coaster the same way Steve has. Hang yeah. on. Stay close to me. Keep your eyes on me. Let me guide you every step of the way, and you will flourish, and you will be fruitful, and you're going to enjoy the ride of your life. <laughs> so Okay. Good. So good. All right. So then he said, now he spoke to me again about 2024. He said, oh, uh, life is full of challenges that can be easily managed with my spirit helping you and guiding you step by step in the way of wisdom. So I know you've got to have a lot of challenges running all these ministries, what you're doing, but you, you rely on the Holy Spirit. And so God's saying, you're going to meet a lot of challenges in life this coming year, too, and just rely on the Holy Spirit. He said, keeping your gaze fixed on us will be essential to making it through all the sudden changes you face, filled with our peace and not turmoil or chaos. Okay, so he's saying, there's going to be a lot of changes, and these changes are going to be good, but you can get filled with chaos and, uh, you know, it can just upset your world. But if you put your keep your eyes fixed on me, he says, you'll be in peace when the changes come. Okay? Praying in tongues will be a big help to you and will assist you in keeping your thoughts from wandering in the wrong direction. When changes come, we can get all distracted. Good changes. You know, a new child comes into the home. Oh, yes. You know, big distraction. That's a good change, but it's a big distraction. Mm. And God's saying, when these changes come, pray in your prayer language. Pray in tongues. It'll help you stay focused. So he, since he said that words to me, I've been because we've had a lot of changes come about in our lives, and I'm trying to obey what God said. Keep my focus fixed on Him, not on what's going on around me. And that and praying That's in real tongues. Important. You know, I was I was that was happening to me this week. We are in day three of being stuck in our house. Ice is outside; we can't drive anywhere. Tomorrow's day four, and it's supposed to end after tomorrow. It's twenty degrees in the, it's twenty degrees Fahrenheit, not Celsius. 20 degrees Fahrenheit, and uh, we, we can't move. And so I was, you have all this thing that's going on in our mind, and then we're we're uh, in the process of buying a building that we'll tell people about uh, soon. We're not quite ready to do that. But all these things in my mind, and I, I was walking around praying in tongues, and I was thinking to myself, I hope this is good enough because I'm so distracted with these, yeah, yeah all these things yeah. i'm trying to figure out and i'm saying if the power ever were to go out when we can't drive to get anything and no one can drive to get us because it's solid ice over the city nobody probably very few cars but we're out in the country where they don't keep the roads up you just yeah. can't go we were supposed to get a fedex whatever it was it's not making it here and this is day two whatever i hope it wasn't something important but uh anyway uh 
what was I going to say? Yeah, just the, the speaking in tongues. I was saying to myself, I hope this is good enough as I'm speaking in tongues. And you just gave that word. <laughs> it doesn't mean I didn't really pray too, but I mean, that was right on. That was right on. <laughs> I know I've been really redoubling my efforts <laughs> praying in tongues yeah. because yeah. of the change in the open doors and, yeah. and, and all these changes coming upon us. We, we need to keep in peace. We need to be able to get our focus on him. And that's, he said, that's the key. All right. Yeah, he said, yeah. keys, keys for victory and strategies to handle all that comes against you will be given as my children resurrect the habit of praying in tongues. All right, Steve. So yeah. keys for victory and strategies, how to handle all this stuff will be that's given good. to us as we pray in tongues. All right. He said, it will also harness distractions and keep your mind focused on us and on our thoughts. So as we're praying in tongues, he's going to give us the wisdom we need, the strategies we need, and harness those distractions from bombing us. With, yeah. You know, all these thoughts coming all every which way. And you know, gee whiz, if I was frozen in my house like that, I'd be <laughs> not too happy. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like it. <laughs> I I'm in Florida. You. I'm in Florida. If the, if the temperature goes below 60, I'm like, it's cold. <laughs> yeah. And my wife, Doreen, she's the one that kind of does get out more because I'm here always doing this. So if I don't go out for a few days, it's not the end of the world for me, but it's much harder for Doreen. But knowing that I can't yeah. go out, even if I wanted to, it still kind of gets you. It and does. then and all the implications of that, if some, if the power goes out, please pray for our power to not go out. Because out <laughs> here in this country, it does sometimes go out, you know, at times like this. But anyway. No power, no heat. <laughs> it's not good. Not good. <laughs> I get it. Oh, boy. He said, uh, my children, oh, have been afflicted with a wandering eye. Their mm. attention, yeah, their attention has been captured and I am no longer the center of their attention or the center of their world. This will change as my fire falls and purifies their hearts and minds. So this coming year, his fire is going to fall and he's going to get our focus, our attention back. You know, we, he's not, when you think about it, how many people is God, Jesus, huh? The Holy Spirit, the center of our world. You know, making money tends to be the center of our world, our families, our jobs, different things. Even our ministries can be the center of our world. He wants to be the center of our world. He says, this is going to change in this year. Oh, and while I was talking with him, I had a vision of this enormous fruit tree with all different kinds of fruit on it. And I knew he was saying to me, as you are rooted deeply in me, you will flourish like this fruit tree and you'll bear a nice. Beautiful. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to uh, go up to point number three. Okay. And uh, in this one, uh, the Lord was talking to me about a move of God that's coming. And this was prior to Christmas that he was saying this to me, okay. uh, that it would resemble what happened 2,000 years ago when Jesus came to the earth. Oh, oh. Uh, and he said that um, just like uh, when Jesus came, there was no room for him at the inn. Mm -hmm. And he went and was born in a stable, you know, mm. cave. Huh? And amongst all the animals, that some, that some of the things that are going to happen are going to look like God is um, putting us in a, in a real obscure place. Out of, the, out of the way, kind of obscure place. Oh, but it's him. 
and um, and that the innkeepers had no room for him. There was no room for him in the inn. And this was God's way of saying the innkeepers were all about making money, huh? Oh, and they didn't have pure hearts and clean hands. And he wanted his son to be in a place where only the pure of heart would be accessible to him at his birth. And so then who were the first ones that came to see Jesus? Was the shepherds. The angels yeah. went and announced it to the shepherds. The lowly, humble shepherds. Huh? So what's God saying? Yeah. I'm going to bring the lowly, the humble, those that shepherd my people. Those yeah. that take care of my people. Huh? Those that give water to the thirsty, mm. food to the hungry. Huh? Oh, huh? clothes to the naked. He said, oh, those are the ones that are going to be a the, the going to be part of the birthing, then everyone's going to be able to access it. Okay. But yeah. the birthing of this move of God is going to be done very similar to how it was back 2000 years ago. And oh, so he said, don't be discouraged when you, what you've got to birth is being birthed like in an obscure way. And I'm going to use as an example, what God is doing with us with the church. We were doing our service on Friday nights at the Church on the Rock, and things changed. And the, and a prophet came uh, to the church from Nigeria and prophesied over me that we were going to be building a church, and it would be open twenty four seven, and it would be a place for revival for the glory of God to be birthed, oh, and to be brought forth. And I'm like, oh my goodness, he can't be. I thought he wasn't accurate. I'm like, this can't be. <laughs> And so I get along with God and sure enough, <laughs> Jack prayed, our son John prayed. And yes, that this is what God is, is calling us to do. So we began looking and whatnot. And just like, it was like amazing what God did. He opened the door for us to go and we're doing church at a VFW post, Veterans of Foreign War post, just down the road from where we live, five minutes from the house. Nice. Oh, wow. and the door shut immediately at the church building. So here we are in this little obscure place. All right. But yeah. we're, among, we're among the veterans. What is the call nice. on our ministry? We are like an army. We are an army fighting for the freedom of the people of this nation mm. and the freedom of the people of the world. We pray so hard. Friday nights is an all night prayer meeting. We, a lot of times we end at midnight. <laughs> Wow. We can't now because the hours have changed. So we're from, yeah. from five until 10, but we, we pray and pray and pray. So it's, it's like, I would have never planned this. Just like, I'm sure people would have never planned for the savior of the world to be born in a stable. Huh? No, I mean, there's so much that can be preached on that forever. Can you even believe it? God in all of his wisdom decided to shock the world and have, you know, that expression, what are you born in a barn? Yeah, the Lord was born in a barn, yes. you know, and, and, you know, that's I like know. the, the uh, amazing condescension is one of the words he condescended to do that for us. Amazing. I amazing. Know. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I was preaching about this at church and I, the Lord was showing me, did Jesus throw a temper tantrum as a child and say, you know, how come you had me be born in a, in a stable? <laughs> Couldn't I get something better than that? No, he was humble. He left the glories of heaven and agreed to that. 
You know, so we got to align ourselves with Jesus and be humble. However, God wants to do something, and no matter how lowly it looks, go with it. This is who our God is, a humble Savior. And we're following him, do what he wants us to do. So okay. we so we, we did it. <laughs> so we, we went last week. The 7th was our first Sunday night at this VFW Post doing the service. Uh, this is the address for where they can find you. Yeah. And so tell this, tell your friends if they, because I know a lot of people get on planes and come to see you. Yes. Don't they? So yes. you yes. need to make sure everyone hears this, but send this to other people you know who are, uh, who like to come out and have been talking about coming out to see Donna. And uh, you guys have an amazing, you know. It's, it's wonderful. So yeah. I just want to share what happened. Oh, okay. so it's no longer Friday nights. It's Sunday nights. Okay. okay. So for people that want to come or make plans, it's Sunday nights at five o'clock. So from five to six, we pray for the nation, for Donald Trump. We spent a lot of time last night praying for Donald Trump. Good. Oh, uh, maybe at least half hour, 45 minutes of our prayer time was just devoted to him. So, and then it's around six, six thirty. Then uh, we have some testimonies and we get into the service part. And then we pray for people. We just, everything goes on all night. But so I just want to share what happened. So now we're in this place that God has called us to, where the veterans have been fighting for the freedom of our nation and the freedom of the yeah. people in the world. That's yeah. their whole their whole thing is it to is. fight for, for freedom. And here our assignment is to pray for freedom. So it's, I feel like we're two warrior groups, a spiritual totally warrior is. group. Yeah, and a natural warrior joining forces fighting in the that spirit is, we're fighting that, in the spirit and that is not a stretch in any any way what you just said that's just like god to do that and to highlight that they're fighting in the natural and have fought in the natural you're fighting in the spirit and everybody's got the same goal freedom for mankind freedom for god's people freedom for the children of god you know so yeah very cool yeah. Did, yeah. did your other church just suddenly they just had to pull the plug from and not let you meet there anymore? Um, well, they were going to have a sign. Once they saw that we were at the VFW club, they wanted us to sign uh, a year's lease. And with oh, I mean, to... uh, the, the place that you used to be yes. at? Yes. And so okay. uh, I couldn't, we couldn't sign a year's lease because okay. God said to us, we've got to build a place. So it okay, just, the door just shut. It just shut. And that's, this is the year for doors to shut. And do us to open sudden changes, hang on for this roller coaster ride. So, we, I mean, in a couple of days, we had to bring this whole thing about fast. Wow. It happened like overnight wow. almost. Yeah. So, <laughs> I just want nice. to share what happened. So, well, the first night we're there, uh, people would come up to me during worship. And they're like, I'm just feeling such freedom. There's so much freedom here. Now, we had a freedom in the church we were using, it was wonderful. But it was it went up a notch, enormous freedom. And and then uh, as I would be praying for people. So once we finish praying for the nation and I give the message, we get into worship. And then during worship, we open the altar. The people that want to come down to the altar and soak in the glory, you know, do business with God, whatever they want, the altar's open. So lots of people are all up at the altar, laying on the carpet and just you know, soaking in the glory. And then I go and pray over them while they're in that place towards the end of worship and release the glory on every single person. Wow. So every person. 
That's and if if I have enough time, I do it two or three times. Really? <laughs> so, yeah, I want them soaked in the glory, and people are they're just marinating in the glory. Well, as I was doing that, this yell, I call it a war cry, a war cry of the Holy Spirit will come from my gut. Oh, uh, it's a little bit like that, but louder. <laughs> oh, and just I would start yelling over the people, and as I was. I knew that because in the past during deliverance sessions, the Lord told me when that yell would come forth, it was the yeah. Holy Spirit yelling at the demons to go and people were getting deliverance. Oh, ha. so oh, this happened. Many people I was praying over the first night. Oh, ha. this war cry came out and person after person after person were getting delivered. And so you could say, well, how do you know that? Well, last night, which was our second night, People got up and gave testimonies. And this one woman, oh, ha, came forward and said that she had brought her mother to the service and she wanted her mother to go up front. She felt her mother needed to be up front. And she wouldn't go. She was like, no, I'm not going. And her husband said, your mother needs to be up there. She said, I know, but she won't go. And so mm. my son, our son, John, was there doing the service with me. So he went over to her. Unbeknownst, he didn't know this was going on. He just felt led by the Holy Spirit. He said, do you trust me? And she said, yes, I trust you. And he said, come on, I want you to come up front. And she did. She followed right up front. She got down on the carpet and wow. went before God. Yes. And so then her daughter came over. And now I'm, I'm right near them. And I, all of a sudden, I'm not praying over them. That war cry comes out of my gut. So I started yelling and I'm praying over them. So I knew God was doing something. So I, I put, put my hands on them, was releasing the glory. And that war cry, which she said, her mother completely got changed. She was oppressed all her life. She completely changed overnight like that. Her mother was wow. transformed. And the relationship between them, God restored it. All that happened on the floor without anybody really even praying, just this yelling coming forth and just the Holy Spirit, the glory of God ministry, freedom. So what I'm saying is there's a freedom in that place because of what the warriors have done and what we've been doing, joining forces, this tremendous freedom. Her husband was with a bad, stiff neck. Oh, and he was feeling all this demonic oppression on him. Now he was sitting in his seat. And I went around, I go to the people sitting in their seats, just release the glory. When I came to him, that war cry came out of me. Oh, instantly the oppression lift, lifted Whoa. and his neck got healed. His neck, he's like, I Whoa. couldn't move my head. And then he was doing like this, like this. He said, in your, in your understanding, was it probably a, a spirit uh, that was on him or in him, however you would say that, that just you, you did the war cry and it had to leave. Yes. You didn't say in the name of Jesus, leave. You just did right. the war cry. Exactly. And it left. And it left. Exactly. Same, some will call that a deliverance. Some people say, I don't care what it was. All I know is once I was blind now, I see it's like yeah. that, right? Yes. You know, wow. Yes. Yes. So, now, uh, Andrew oh. Whalen has been talking several times on this program about God said something like this is the year to roar. Is that one and the same? Are we talking about one and the same? Yes. You, yes. That's a and roar, that's what it feels like. Yes, it feels like God roaring through me, like the lion of Judah, yelling yeah. at these spirits, go, ho, ha, leave, loose my people without even saying a word. 
at that roar coming out, that war cry coming out, and the spirits are leaving people. Wow. One, I'm telling you, Steve, one after another after another. Again, we had our second service last night. Again, the same thing happened. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. I'm in Yeah, I hope I'm not overstating. Some of you that are hearing this need to get on a plane and come out and see one of these. It doesn't matter if it's a VFW building. You need to get get over there. There's an anointing that that meets with you guys, that you meet with him, him, it, the, yeah. all of the above. Yeah. And, and what happened last week too? <laughs> this was another testimony. Oh, ha. I went in another room and met the um, commander of that uh, post. Uh, okay. And he's also serving right now as the chaplain. Okay. And, uh, and his wife was in the hospital, very, very sick, mm. extremely sick. So I, took his hand and prayed for his wife oh that god would heal her miraculously and the doctors would be astounded oh the next the next day she was released from the hospital (laughs) (laughs) and she came to the post and the people in the post were completely shocked because of her everything recovery that god did for her so yeah, this is. These are not coincidences. These are not happenstance. This is really God moving. Yes, and this is what I'm saying. We're like forerunners. You're a forerunner. We're a forerunner. We're a forerunner in freedom, huh? yeah. in the miracles, in the glory, oh, in the blessings of God, in the sudden changes that are That's coming so about. Good. All right. That's so good. Yeah. You know, and there's we, different words. Back in the '80s, mid '80s, a guy. It's the first time I ever had a word spoken over me. No other word had ever been spoken to me. I heard that there was such a thing. And this guy was standing in a circle. He didn't know who I was. He was a visiting pastor, prophetic thing. They weren't even using the term prophet or anything back in those days. It's in California. And he said, everybody's standing in a circle. And he's turning around. And he, he points at me. He didn't know my name or anything. He goes, you are first fruits. What The things that will happen to your family and friends will happen to you first. Boom. And what was interesting is that I didn't know it would take 30 some years to 40 years for it to manifest. You know, I thought, oh, well, well, let's just watch as that happens. (laughs) It took a while, you know, but, you know, first fruits is first fruits. You know, God's God won't be mocked. He'll make it come true, but almost always later than we expected, you know. Yeah, and, and that, you know, I never knew that about you. But when we started the, the interview today, I saw that on you. I saw you, you you're a foreigner. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and I never knew that before. I know it was the Holy Spirit well, showing me. A, a lady from, I think she was from Morningstar at the time. I don't know if she may still be there. She came out to Bend and she said the word over me was Pathfinder. You're a Pathfinder. Well, Pathfinder finds the path. You know, they go you out there. They're the scout and they go they go find the path for the wagon train basically you know they lead the pack yeah do you see there needs to be a general there needs to be a pathfinder there needs yeah. to be somebody leading the way and say come on this is the way follow me as i follow christ like paul said oh uh, and that's what Whoa. you're doing you're yeah. you're giving us a human example of this is how you follow christ this is what Whoa. follow me yeah. And do what I'm doing. Stay devoted to him. Live your life 100% for him. Oh, mm. uh, and you will flourish. You will be blessed. So yeah. So good. 
Yeah, man, I, while you're saying all that, I'm just feeling it almost like waves going over me and through me while you're saying that. Yeah, yeah. the Holy I mean, Spirit's taking over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there ain't nothing like, I don't know why I'm saying it that way, but there ain't nothing like following the Lord. And, you know, and it's kind of like, there is that thing you talked, I, I think somehow you referred it a minute ago, but the look. You know, there's that scripture that the kindness of God leads us to repentance. We're always in a lifestyle of repentance. We repent from dead works. We repent from different things. But the more um, the kind, the more I see the kindness of God towards the people we give our wells to, towards the people who are getting saved. Because when I see, it leads me to more repentance, more holiness, which leads me to give more, which leads me to see more, which leads me to more re- holiness. It's like doing the works of God bounces back and hits you with more holiness when you might not even been doing that great on it. But God says, Oh yeah, you're going to give to me. Watch this. Right. It's like, you can't outgive him. And and you know what he showed me too? Oh, it's in my notes someplace that, <laughs> <laughs> that as what you just described happens yeah. to you, those that are around you that are part of what you're doing, they get the overflow. Oh, mm-hmm. they get the overflow of those blessings, that fruitfulness, those the everything that God's pouring out on you, the peace, the joy, the love, everything. Oh, it gets poured out on their lives as well as an overflow. So, yeah. so you might be getting it for you, and this is <laughs> wonderful, but everyone else is getting splashed with it around That's you. That's good. That's cool. really good. Yeah. yeah, it works that way, doesn't it? It does. God is so awesome. We got you yeah. know what? Don't be nervous about the upcoming year. Just stay close to God in it. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna share a word. It's not in the notes, but it's okay. it's going right along with this that I got this morning. Oh okay. and I and I felt like it's uh, it goes right with what I'm talking about. Oh, and it's also Martin Luther King Day, which that's true. This man really he did what he needed to do for the freedom of his people, for them to be able to, to vote yes, and all the did. things that they, yeah, the marches, peaceful, peaceful, good man. Mm-hmm. All right, so <laughs> so this word, I wasn't thinking this until after the Lord spoke it to me. So I was sitting between the Father and Jesus in my prayer time today, and this is what they began to talk to me. And he, Jesus said, I came to set my people free, just like Moses was sent to Egypt to my people Israel to set them free. He said, freedom is being fought against and fought for in this hour. Freedom is being fought against and fought for in this hour. Isn't that the thing that the enemy is trying to rob us of our freedom? With all that happened with the vaccines, with COVID, huh? with the elections, with all the things that have been going on huh? and people's personal lives, the genu- people that are in prison since January 6th, Oh, they're trying to take Donald Trump's freedom. It's being fought against. The enemy's trying to rob us of our freedom. And God's saying, in this hour, freedom is being fought for too, okay? Your freedom will not be taken from you. Oh, I am acting on behalf of my children who have cried out for their freedom to be restored. Oh, watch and see what we do on behalf of the few who cry out day and night. He said, freedom's being fought to take your freedom from you. But watch what I'm going to do. I'm not going to allow it because I have a remnant. I have those that cry out day and night for freedom. Mm. 
Oh, and I could actually picture people that are in prison in, from January 6th crying up to God day and night. When he was saying this, I could see it. Yeah. Wow. He said their, their cries will win the freedom for this world. Oh, yes. Worldwide freedom is coming forth. Oh, I do all I promise. My words never return void. He said, this Amen. freedom isn't just for your nation and for a few people. He said, this freedom I'm fighting for on your behalf is for the whole world. Oh. He said, I will do it all. My children just have to follow my lead and freedom will be theirs. Again, it's back to get close to him. Do whatever he tells you. Like when he told us, go to a VFW post. I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? That's what you want? <laughs> Do whatever he tells you, okay? Yeah. He said, easily will my people be set free by the God of freedom who loves them enough to send his son to the earth to suffer and die to purchase freedom from all oppression from them. He said, I love you enough to send my son. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set you free from those that are oppressing you. He said, what price is too high for me to pay for the freedom of my children when I have already paid the dearest and highest price for their freedom. He sent his son. So he said, what's too high and too hard for me to do to win your freedom that's been stolen from you? Nothing's too high. I've already paid the biggest price sending my son. Oh. He said, freedom is coming. Freedom will be restored easily. Oh, wow. and when he was saying that, then I sat and thought about what's happening at the church services at the, at the VFW Post and how just with that war cry coming out of me, yeah. people are getting set free. Boom, 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 boom. One after another, after another. Oh, wow. freedom is coming as a forerunner, just like you are first fruits. I'm seeing this happen. And God, then God's speaking about it today and saying, it's By coming. Way, I, it's going to be I worldwide. Could tell you this if i don't know i might have here i'm going to tell you something donna that you're part of this so i want to uh, we're gonna we're gonna i'm gonna try and film this story i'm not gonna say the lady's name or even where she's from but this uh she sent us a donation and and um, this if i'm hoping she'll let us fly a camera crew out there but this was um she she'd learned of uh to she was a cessationist which means the works are all the works of Jesus, they don't do that anymore, the miracles. Yeah. So then she's watching uh, you and Kelsey. It says, over a year ago, it says, also over a year ago, Kelsey O'Malley was praying with Donna Rigney for the listeners. And when she, uh, and I don't know if it was Kelly, Kelsey or Donna, maybe Kelsey, but it says, when, when, when she, and she, when, command, when she commanded the spirit of death to go, I literally felt something leave my body. Thoughts of harming myself that I've had for years and years stopped. I have not had them since. Oh, and then she says, I thought Kelsey would be greatly encouraged by that. But it's you and Kelsey talking like this. And then Kelsey then prayed that, boom, spirit of death, suicide, gone, gone, gone. Isn't that amazing? That's our God. Yeah. He's yeah. so faithful and he's so mighty and powerful. Huh? It, you, you don't have to be in right in the presence of somebody praying for you huh? yeah. you don't even need to have someone praying for you yeah he could set us free like that yeah. and I, I, it's just 
incredible. Uh, then he began to explain to me about freedom. All right, he was re he reminded me, this was today, how a lot of times we can get a misconception about what freedom is. And he said, freedom, oh, he said, I'm setting my people free so that uh, they can be led by my Holy Spirit, yeah. not by their flesh. Yeah. And he reminded me of a vision I had of, in church, in the sanctuary, and all these birds were flying around the sanctuary, and they were flying all around the circumference of the room, and they were just all flying in unity together, different ways, back and forth, across, around, and beautiful. And then he said, it's not chaotic because they're being led by my spirit. Freedom allows my people to be led by my spirit. Nice. When we have take freedom, it's not the same as license. A lot of times we say, well, I'm free. I can do what I want. Nobody's going to restrict me. No, 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 no. That's not that license. kind of freedom. Yeah. No. And he said that leads to chaos. And I saw the birds all flying every which way, hitting each other, bombing against the walls. He said, that's license. And he said, that's not what I'm bringing. I'm bringing freedom, the freedom to be led by my spirit, to do what my spirit is guiding you to do. The freedom not to do something that you know would be harmful to you. My spirit will show you to have that freedom to say, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not taking this jab, so to speak, just yeah, one thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he wants us to have the freedom to be led by the Holy Spirit for our individual lives and not to be oppressed by anyone or anything. This is what's coming in this year that we're entering into. It's going to be a year filled with freedom so that we can follow the Holy Spirit, not freedom so that we can get out and just do whatever we want and let, let our flesh lead us. But we need to be led by the Holy Spirit. Very, very, okay. very important. Very, yeah. very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh. Oh. I'm just gonna finish us up with one of the words, I, I know we're running short on time here, but there was yeah. one of the words that I, I really felt um, was important for me to get okay. to and that's, going to be, we're going to skip over to number seven. Okay. Seven? Yeah. Okay. Number seven. Oh, ah. and I feel like this for a lot of us. All right. Um, he said okay. in this upcoming year, vindication is coming forth from us, from father, son, and Holy spirit to your nation. And what vindication means is a clearing someone of blame or suspicion. Wow. Now that's a bigger word than some people just heard. That's bigger. Say it again, if you will. Vind this is yeah. a big word. Vindication, what it means is the action of clearing someone of blame or suspicion. And that's what's coming. He said, vindication is coming forth from Father, Son, and Holy Spirit to your nation. He said, those who have been deliberately, falsely accused of crimes... And I know when he said that he meant Trump, but I also knew the January Sixers is a lot of people that are suffered terribly okay yeah. oh and wrongdoing will be exonerated in this upcoming year while those who escaped justice and judgment will be rightfully prosecuted oh ha. he said injustice has ruled for far too long in 2024 you will see justice take its seat and issue just rulings it's like a spirit of justice is going to wow. come and take its seat and issue just rulings. He said, this will bring forth a time of celebration and freedom for those who are held captive by injustice. Mm. Oh, ah. So good. 
restitution and restoration will be given freely to those who suffered injustice and were stolen from by the wicked and the corrupt. Oh, 2024 will be a great year for those who placed their hope in us and who followed my son closely. Oh, and then he said this was like, whoa, a stake. You know, and I knew like a, a, a peg, you know, a stake. A stake will be driven. Oh, oh, wait a minute, I've lost my place. Um, um, oh, in the head of fear. Oh, a stake will be driven into the head of fear that terrorized our children and drove many to despair. Now, back in 2019, the beginning of 2020, before COVID was just starting to break out a little bit, and the Lord brought me into the spirit, into a ballroom in heaven, and, and they were having this wonderful party, and I'm like, we're starting to get this pandemic loose on us. Why are you having a party? And Jesus said, the Father is sitting on the throne, and all heaven knows he sits on the throne, and he rules. He said, look, I want to show you something, and he pointed down, and I looked down to the earth, and I saw these demons stoking a bonfire and they were putting all fuel on it and he said in this coming season the enemy is going to be fueling fear and putting fear out like embers of fear were being spread all over yeah. fear out all over the world he said but he said it will backfire because that fear that the enemy's putting out on people is causing many to come running into our arms oh and so now he's saying that the, the God is going to cause a, a stake, like a, a, you know, like a sharp, big stake put in the head of fear. All right. And when he said that, I remembered how in scripture this happened. JL would put, um, there was a war that was going on. Okay. I'll, I'll backtrack this a little bit. The Canaan king Jabin, okay, was told, uh, was coming to destroy Israel. So Deborah told Barak that he needed to go out and fight. And he, he said, you got to come with me. And she said, if I go with you, then a woman's going to get the, the, the victory is going to be given to a woman. He didn't care. So she went with him. But then as the battle raged, Sisera, who was the commander of this army, this wicked army, he ran into this woman's tent thinking she was an ally and he was exhausted. And so he laid down in the tent. He said, can you give me a drink? She warmed up some milk, gave him a drink of milk. He fell asleep in her tent. She covered him up. And while he was sleeping, she got a stake, a peg from the tent with a big hammer and hammered it in the temple of his head and killed him. So she killed the commander of the army. Wow. And yeah. So I knew when, when he was re telling me this word, he was referring to that story. Oh, and he, he said, the bride of Christ is going to drive a stake into the head of fear. So JL represents the bride of Christ. He said, mm. as my bride rises up and declares my words of faith, fear will be destroyed and victory will be assured. Oh, speak the prophetic words, speak the rhema words, speak the word of God. Huh? God's saying, and as you do, speak faith as you do. You're driving a tent in the temple of fear and destroying fear. Fear is going to be destroyed this year. Oh, oh, he said, nice. um, all the ambassadors of fear will be routed and driven out of the land. My army is doing its job and is no longer like dead, dry bones lying on a valley floor. I have breathed into my bride and now she will do great exploits 
in my name. Oh, we're, we're, we're coming into a wonderful year. A wonderful, wonderful year. Oh, is it going to be a year with turmoil? Yes. As we mm. stay close to him, it's not going to affect us negatively. It will only be positive for us as we stay close to him. Good word. Good word. Yeah. I want to yeah. know if you'll just um, go to number six for a minute and at least summarize that one. Lack of gratitude sure. limits God. Yes. That seems okay. like a really important one to me. So go ahead and, and okay. cover that. Yes. What, what, what God was speaking to me was that he said that there's a great rescue event that's being loosed from heaven. I'll say it in my own words, okay, to yeah. save a little time. That a great rescue event is being loosed from heaven at this time. And that our response to this rescue event is God rescues us. He said, look at the people when they were rescued out of Egypt. What was their response? Mm. And when, when Moses went to get the people out of Egypt, they were finally let go, going through the desert. What did they do? They complained. They, mm. um, they, no matter what they got, it wasn't good enough. They were miserable. They, they wanted to go back to Egypt. They said, we're not going to follow you. They, they even had a rebellion against Moses. But they were rebelling against God. They forgot the good that he did. And they didn't focus on the good. They focused on the little things. So they didn't have enough water. They didn't have enough food. You know, they just were complaining. And so the way they responded to his rescue event limited God from blessing them to the degree that he wanted to bless them. Okay. So yeah. uh, he, his plan was they were to go right into the promised land. Yeah. A short trip from Egypt into the promised land, and then they were going to conquer the land and it would be theirs. They couldn't get yeah. in. It they had to travel been, through the, yeah. It could have, it, they could have, like you said, she, they could have gone right in and wiped these people out and God would have gone before them. But, you know, they had crossed the Red Sea. I did a whole message on this years ago. They crossed the Red Sea, Miriam's prophesying, everybody's happy. And then they come, after all these miracles, they come to the water. And they'd done several different miracles by then. And, and then they start complaining again. And the waters were bitter. Well, what did you bring? us out here to die? I mean, they forgot so quickly. Yeah. And so God gives them water. But at that point, it says they called that place. Now listen to this, Massa and Meribah, M-A-S-S-A-A and M-E-R-I-Meribah. And it says, because they said... Is God with us or not? That's what they said. And God said, God's response to that, he says, because they said, is God with us or not? And so God said in his anger, they will never enter my rest. And so he was angry with them for 40 years, it says. Yeah. So when they had seen all of that thing and then said, is God with us or not? That that was almost like an impardonable sin. I'm not saying it was impardonable, but it was close. Yeah. It kept them, that generation, from going in. People always say, well, it was, this, it was the 12 spies, uh, 10 of the 12 that wouldn't. That was part of it. But that fate was somewhat sealed when they finally stuck after, after they came to those waters and they'd seen all these miracles and they said, is God with us or not? Wham! For yeah. 40 years, I was angry with that generation that said, and they all died in the desert. So if when God has taken you through miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle, if you say in your heart, is he with us or isn't he? That's a serious opposite yeah. of gratitude. You're talking yeah. about an attitude of gratitude. 
you yeah. know, so. And I'm, I'm going to read what he said to me, okay? Who? Yeah. He said, not only was their faith less than what we needed to bring forth the miraculous, but they had no true gratitude for what we did for them. They yeah. just wanted more and more with no recognition of what they were given. And he said, now he's talking about, the, he's going to be launching a rescue event for our nation, for the world. And he's saying, get your attitude right so you yeah. can reap all that I want to bless you with, that it won't, it won't hinder me from pouring forth these blessings. He said, pray that our children will respond with great faith, gratitude, and adoration towards us after we rescue them. That's pray that so they good. are, yeah, pray that they are willing to live for us and to follow my son, Jesus, and become like him. Oh, and so I just felt like it's coming. A great rescue event is coming. And just like we we got, so to speak, kind of rescued, put into the VFW post overnight. Yeah. We could be in there complaining, oh, this isn't as nice. This isn't. Or are we going to rejoice and say, thank you, God, this wonderful freedom in this place. Thank you that your glory's yeah. here. The miracles are happening. You're with us. You led us here. So no matter what it is, wherever God, we have all things going on in our lives that we need to be rescued from. As God comes into our lives and rescues us from a situation, maybe gets us a better job, huh? another home, with different things that are going on in people's lives, remember to be grateful. Don't yeah. look at the, the problems, the little issues that aren't quite at what you'd like it to be. Be grateful. Rejoice in him. Thank him. No, he's there with you. Thank you. You rescued me. You, you that began a good work will bring it to completion. Huh? We rejoice in your goodness and adore you because you came and showed up in our lives and rescued us. We could be rescued from different health issues. Huh? Yeah. So many things. Finances, no matter how God does it, as he's working it out, like they didn't go immediately from Egypt into the promised land. There was a little bit of a time that took place from one place to the other where the full rescue would have come about. As we're going from one spot to the other in this rescue that God's doing in our lives, we got to have gratitude. We can't be murmuring, complaining. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. We're limiting God. He said, my children limited me and my children will limit me if they don't have a right attitude when I rescue them. Oh, really, really good. So, so good. Well, Donna, do you feel like praying for the people sure. there? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'd love yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Father, I thank yes. you so much mm. for every single one that's listening. Yes, I pray, yes. Lord God, that anyone oh, that has lost their freedom to be led by you, Holy Spirit, oh, in whatever way where they're being oppressed in their health, mm. in their finances, in the workplace, and even in ministry, oh, that you would come now and set every single one free. Oh, I release freedom now. Oh, freedom fall oh, on every single one. Oh, in the name of Jesus. And I pray, Lord God, that as you rescue us, oh, as you bring us out of the place of oppression, oh, that we, oh, are grateful that we keep our eyes fixed on you, huh? our hearts knit with your heart, and that yes, we just Lord. have gratitude for everything you're doing for us. I pray you remove from us that spirit of complaining. 
oh, ah, oh, the murmuring, oh, ah, and the unbelief, Lord God, that afflicted the people of Israel so that kept them from the promised land. Deliver us from that, Lord God. I pray that in the name of Jesus. And Father, I release your glory. Oh, oh, let your glory fill every single one. Oh, I release your glory on them, on their households, Oh, their homes, oh, and their communities in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And I release your glory, Lord, on Steve, oh, Mm. on his ministry, oh, on his ministry team, oh, on all that donate and help and come alongside him in this. Mm. I release your glory on every one of them in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 I'm going to just give one quick word. It just stays with me, so I'm going to give it. Um, there's so many here, you're hearing about these miracles and trusting God and being thankful for the big things. And someone out there is saying something about, you know, I'm even having trouble t- trusting him for my big toe. They're talking about all these things and I'm trying to trust him for my big toe. And the Lord says, if I, when I take care of your big toe, don't ever look back again and look at this as the, whether it's your big toe or crossing the Red Sea on dry land, the miracle's the same. It's the power of God. And the Lord is saying, watch what I do for your big toe and then never look back again. So pretty fun word, actually. So, Hey, we're going to talk about a uh, your cruise coming up, right? Can people actually yes. register for that now? Yes. It's for next it. November, right? Yep, yep. It's for, uh, November 3rd through the 9th. Uh, she, um, Pastor Sharon, who heads the uh, Heavenly Cruises, um, would like people to register as soon as they can uh, so that they can, you know, make arrangements for the people. Uh, heavenlycruises.com i'm quite certain that's it and then they would look there it is heavenlycruises.com then they would look for the glory invasion or they would look for donna rigney or they would look for november uh and it's sharon is the is the i can't what's her last name sharon hewton h-e-u-t-o-n hewton h-e-u-t-o-n so she's the head of heavenlycruises.com that'll get you there so that'll start to fill up fast now that we're saying it here yeah. And, and you're saying it on your places. So uh, don't miss that. Those kind of things can fill it fast. So yeah, great. It's gonna be powerful, powerful, full yeah, of the glory. <laughs> anything else you need to say while we have you here? Uh, no, just that uh, I just really feel very strongly that the Lord is encouraging us to really um, spend time with him. Yeah. To really yeah. get apart with him, not to let everything that's going on around us distract us from being close to him, to be very close to him in this upcoming year and start today. Don't say, oh, tomorrow I'll spend some time with God. Let's do it today and not put it, put it aside, you know, let him become the center of our world. He loves us so much and all he wants to do is bless us. And the the closer we are to him, the more he'll fill us with the faith, the gratitude, the love, everything we need so we don't fall short. He told me that this week too. He said, I'll help you so you don't fall short in the way you respond the things going on around you. Yeah, it's good. Really, really good. All right. Uh, tomorrow is Andrew Whalen, 11 o'clock Pacific, which is like 2 o'clock Eastern. Don't miss that. We'll see you tomorrow at 11. Thanks again, Donna. See Thank you all you. later. Okay, bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. 
Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.